0: Chapter 6 of Tales of the Enchanted Islands of the Atlantic. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Lynn Thompson. Tales of the Enchanted Islands of the Atlantic by Thomas Higginson. Chapter 6 The Castle of the Active Door perfect is my chair in caia city plague and age hurt not who's in it they know mana and Pryderi, three organs round the fire sing before it and about its points are oceans, streams and the abundant well above it sweeter than white wine the drink in it peridur the knight rode through the wild woods of the enchanted island until he arrived on clear ground outside the forest then he beheld a castle on level ground in the middle of a meadow and round the castle flowed a stream and inside the castle there were large and spacious halls with great windows drawing nearer the castle he saw it to be turning more rapidly than any wind blows on the ramparts he saw archers shooting so vigorously that no armour would protect against them there were also many men blowing horns so loud that the earth appeared to tremble and at the gates were lions in iron chains roaring so violently that one might fancy that the castle and the woods were ready to be uprooted neither the lions nor the warriors resisted but he found a woman sitting by the gate who offered to carry him on her back to the hall this was the queen rhiannon who having been accused of having caused the death of her child was sentenced to remain seven years sitting by the gate to tell her story to everyone and to offer to carry all strangers on her back into the castle. But so soon as Peridor entered it, the castle vanished away, and he found himself standing on the bare ground. The Queen Rhiannon was left beside him, and she remained on the island with her son Praderi and his wife. Queen Rhiannon married for her second husband a person named Manawydan. One day they ascended a mound called Aberth, which was well known for its wonders, and as they sat there they heard a clap of thunder followed by mist so thick that they could not see one another when it grew light again they looked around them and found that all dwellings and animals had vanished there was no smoke or fire anywhere or work of human hands all their household had disappeared and they were left only Pryderi and manawiden with their wives wandering from place to place they found no human beings but they lived by hunting, fishing, and gathering wild honey. After visiting foreign lands, they returned to their island home. One day, when they were out hunting, a wild boar of pure white colour sprang from a bush, and as they saw him, they retreated, and they saw also the turning castle. The boar, watching his opportunity, sprang into it, and the dogs followed, and Pryderi said, "'I will go into this castle and get tidings of the dogs.' "'Go not,' said Manawiden. "'Whoever cast a spell over this land "'and deprived us of our dwelling has placed his castle here.' "'But Praderi replied, "'Of a truth I cannot give up my dogs.' "'So he watched for the opportunity and went in. "'He saw neither boat nor dogs, "'neither man nor beast, "'but on the centre of the castle floor "'he saw a fountain with marble work around it, and on the margin of the fountain a golden bowl upon a marble slab and in the air hung chains of which he could see no end he was much delighted with the beauty of the gold and the rich workmanship of the bowl and went up to lay hold of it the moment he touched it his fingers clung to the bowl and his feet to the slab and all his joyousness forsook him so that he could not utter a word and thus he stood Manawaidan waited for him until evening, but hearing nothing either of him or of the dogs, he returned home. When he entered, Rhiannon, who was his wife and who was also Pryderi's mother, looked at him. Where, she said, are Pryderi and the dogs? This is what has happened to me, he said, and he told her. An evil companion hast thou been, she said, and a good companion hast thou lost. With these words she went out and proceeded towards the castle of the active door. Getting in, she saw Predairi taking hold of the bowl, and she went towards him. "'What dost thou there?' she said, and she took hold of the bowl for herself, and then her hands became fast to it, and her feet to the slab, and she could not speak a word. Then came thunder, and a fall of mist, thereupon the castle of the active door vanished, and never was seen again. Rhiannon and Praderi also vanished.' When Kikva, the wife of Prideri, saw this, she sorrowed so that she cared not if she lived or died. No one was left on the island but Manawiden and herself. They wandered away to other lands and sought to earn their living. Then they came back to their island, bringing with them one bag of wheat which they planted. It throve and grew, and when the time of harvest came, it was most promising, so that Manawiden resolved to reap it on the morrow. At break of day he came back to begin, and found nothing left but straw. Every stalk had been cut close to the ground and carried away. Going to another field he found it ripe, but on coming in the morning he found but the straw. Someone has contrived my ruin, he said. I will watch the third field to see what happens. He who stole the first will come to steal this. He remained through the evening to watch the grain, and at midnight he heard loud thunder. He looked and saw coming a host of mice such as no man could number. Each mouse took a stalk of the wheat and climbed it so that it bent to the ground. Then each mouse cut off the ear and ran away with it. They all did this, leaving the stalk bare. And there was not a single straw for which there was not a mouse. He struck amongst them, but could no more fix his sight on any of them, the legend says, than on flies and birds in the air except one which seemed heavier than the rest and moved slowly this one he pursued and caught and put it on his glove and tied it with a string taking it home he showed it to kigva and told her that he was going to hang the mouse next day she advised against it but he persisted and on the next morning took the animal to the top of the mound of arberth where he placed two wooden forks in the ground and set up a small gallows While he was doing this, he saw a clerk coming to him in old, threadbare clothes. It was now seven years since he had seen a human being there, except the friends he had lost and Kinkfer, who survived them. The clerk bade him good day and said he was going back to his country from England, where he had been singing. Then the clerk asked Manowiden what he was doing. Hanging a thief, said he, and when the clerk saw that it was a mouse, he offered a pound to release it but Manawiden refused. Then a priest came riding up and offered him three pounds to release the mouse, but this offer was declined. Then he made a noose round the mouse's neck, and while he did this, a bishop's whole retinue came riding towards him. The bishop seemed, like everybody else, to be very desirous of rescuing the mouse. He offered first seven pounds, and then twenty-four, and then added all his horses and equipages. But Manawydan still refused. The bishop finally asked him to name any price he pleased. The liberation of Rhiannon and Pryderi, he said. Thou shalt have it, said the bishop. And the removal of the enchantment, said Manawydan. That also, said the bishop, if you will only restore the mouse. Why, said the other? Because, said the bishop, she is my wife. Why did she come to me? asked Manawydan to steal was the reply when it was known you were inhabiting the island my household came to me begging me to transform them into mice the first and second nights they came alone but the third night my wife and the ladies of the court wished also to accompany them and i transformed them also and now you have promised to let her go not so said the other except with a promise that there shall be no more such enchantment practised and no vengeance on Pryderi and Rhiannon, or on me. This being promised, the bishop said, Now wilt thou release my wife? No, by my faith, said Manawiden, not till I see Pryderi and Rhiannon free before my eyes. Here they are coming, said the bishop, and when they had been embraced by Manawiden, he let go the mouse, and the bishop touched it with a wand, and it became the most beautiful young woman that ever was seen now look around upon the country said the bishop and see the dwellings and the crops returned and the enchantment was removed the land of illusion and the realm of glamour is the name given by the old romances to the southwest part of wales and to all the islands off the coast indeed it was believed ever since the days of the greek writer plutarch that some peculiar magic belonged to these islands and every great storm that happened among them was supposed to be caused by the death of one of the wondrous enchanters who dwelt in that region when it was over the islanders said some one of the mighty has passed away chapter six